Hey, the ho knows. Welcome. Let's talk about late fall. You know, a lot of people give up on the color and the beauty of the plants just because we're entering into fall. And there's so much to really enjoy yet. We've got the leaves that are turning colors, of course, you know, especially up north. And, you know, the colors are gorgeous or not, depending on the weather this year. They're looking quite vibrant, but they're not going to last very long. So we have that that really does provide a lot of ooh and ah for the eye and also the smell. At the time, this time of year, the scent of the leaves just really going into um, leaf senescence is fantastic. It's got a nutty smell to it. Love that. Absolutely love it. But, you know, while we can be distracted by looking up at the pretty leaves, there still are a number of plants that are doing very well and really show their vibrant colors and textures at this time of the year. You know, of course, mums, which have taken on a whole slew of other names, but mums, uh, the fall flowering, and you know, those, if you don't prune them back, will actually be summer flowering, but we prune them back so that we have something to enjoy um, at this time of the year. Asters also. There are some early flowering, but the fall flowering asters are always a treat and a half. And helenium, which is really a tolerant, tolerant plant, uh, has that kind of asterish looking flower on the top of it and most of the time in shades of yellow orange and red and they are really quite tough they will they will actually tolerate a bit of flooding and they'll tolerate dry so once they get established they're really really quite tough those can be a little on the rangy tall side so cutting those back in the middle of the season you know generally for us up north uh, before the fourth of july at least once will give you a nice bushier plant but they can just be left alone to be tall masters in the um, in the flower beds later on in the season but uh, really couple of great flowers there. Now, also the Calamintha, one of my favorites over the last handful of years. Um, Montrose White is very good. It glows beautifully at night. It is just behaving. They absolutely love, love the Calamintha. And, you know, even if it's the species with the light, kind of light lavender light blue flowers. The bees still love that. Absolutely love it. The white, though, for me, seems as though we don't have enough of that soft white in the landscape at that time of the year. So having a calamantha that blooms late and then will bloom throughout a few good hard frosts really ensures that you've got some good, vibrant-looking plants that are providing food for the pollinators late in the season. Absolutely fantastic plant. Now, if you're t looking at something a little bit larger for late in the season, I really, you know, I can't stress this enough. I talk about them all the time, but I absolutely love the Heptacodiums, the Seven Sunflower. That 
offers gorgeous, gorgeous flowers late in the summer. So they really just finished up about two weeks ago. So you're looking at the end of September for them to finish flowering. And it really always looks like, great, they're going to flower, and then we're not going to get any fruit on them. And they always, always come in under the wire right before a good hard frost the flowers turn into the fruit and it's absolutely it really is just a lovely maroon pink color that adds glory to the mid-level uh, landscape in your yard so really fantastic and it, oftentimes if you don't see heptacodium in flower you'll think that the fruit stage is the flower it's not the flower is white again another good pollinator plant out there for summer and the fruit is the pink maroon and it's fuzzy and it really does look a little bit like flowers so um so we can be forgiven for for um thinking that that's the flower stage quince is also another plant that is really coming into its own in fall the fruit is gorgeous it's huge you know the size of a really really big apple and hard 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 if you have never worked with quince as a um, as produce it it does provide its own challenges because it is so hard you do need a very sharp knife and you need to know the techniques for preparing it but the plant itself is quite lovely and quite tolerant and um, will turn into a halfway decent sized small tree over time um, the wood on quince is a little on the soft side so you do get some damage from wind and also from critters crawling into younger trees or on younger branches you know raccoons and such that that can cause breakage but they do rebound really quite nicely you just clean the clean the broken area up you know tidy it up so that you lessen diseases and other issues coming in and it's fine it, it will just be extremely tolerant so very lovely this time of the year i also love orixa o-r-i-x-a orixa is a great shrub from mountainous regions in japan and it has large leaves it will grow all the way up into zone four um it, if we get really into the northern sections of four the colder regions that i'm not so sure of but just into four definitely five absolutely but into four sure and it has these great big leaves that offer for us in the north especially a really good way to introduce something that looks a little exotic into the landscape something with some size to the leaves and some shine and the flowers are really kind of inconsequential they they um they emerge in may or so and kind of a pale yellow green in color a little bit hidden in the leaves um the real treasure though is the leaves they're just shiny they're big they're very scented and the deer don't particularly care for them even the young shoots i've not seen them chewing on other than to test 
and then move on. So that's a bonus. Most definitely that's a bonus. Uh, what I like about Arixa in the fall is it has this common name called ghost plant. And if conditions are right and you're paying attention, there's a week, maybe 10 days, maybe even a little bit more depending on, on what the weather was like throughout the year, where the leaves will turn a ghostly pale pale yellow almost cream and in the right light it does look like a ghost plant and more than once it has surprised me when i've walked around a corner and went oh my god what is that and it's the leaves in fall and they don't last long once they go into that really really light stage but it is quite outstanding when when it does hit. So watch for that. It'll go from green to a yellow and then pale out, and then they fall. But these are some kind of fascinating and different um, plants to enjoy in the late fall. It's not just about looking up. It's about looking mid-range and then down also and enjoy what we've got.